everyone and welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is I Need No Name and today I will be previewing Bayern Munich's upcoming title deciding clash against RB Leipzig. Well, it's not exactly a title deciding clash, but it could be depending on how things go because Bayern are just one point clear of Borussia Dortmund in the table. Dortmund seem like they're not going to slow down anytime soon, so Bayern Munich will need to win these last two games against RB Leipzig and Köln and that's a pretty tough ask, given that earlier in the season, back in January, we already drew against this Leipzig team. So let's just talk about the game and what we want to see. So first of all, I'm just going to go over some of the injuries. Bear in mind, this is being recorded on Wednesday, so there may be some more injuries after this. I don't know, but keep an eye on the lineups post for updates on that. But yeah. In terms of injuries, I know that Thomas Muller, he did miss training on Tuesday, but he's back in training on Wednesday. Chupomoting seems to still be out. I don't think he's going to make it. Almost certainly won't. Then you have the long-term injuries to Alfonso Davies, Lucas Hernandez, and Manuel Neuer. They're not going to make any more games this season. And then there is Dietrich Mavicano. He is back. Leon Goretzka, he was back from the last game. And who else? Josip Stanisic is a question mark, but I don't think he was going to play either way. So it doesn't necessarily matter in terms of the lineup. So who is going to start and who do we want to start? Those are probably different questions at this point. I, for my part, think that Bayern should stick with the standard 4-2-3-1. You know, just keep it simple. Right. So that would mean putting Serge Gnabry up top. As you know, he has been scoring a lot of goals lately. He seems to be in good form. Thank goodness. And we kind of need him to score against Leipzig because scoring goals is our biggest problem at the moment. Behind him, Thomas Muller. Obviously, Thomas Muller. I don't care if his back hurts or whatever. Just just put him out there, okay? Even Thomas Muller in a wheelchair is better than having Sadio Mane out there. Please, Tuchel, don't give me another excuse that his back hurts or whatever. Don't say that. Just put Thomas Muller out there. I'll have him play 60 minutes if you have to. But put him there on the wings i would say that we're probably going to see kings Coman and well the Sané. but the thing is that i wish we could see jamal muziala on the wing at least once in the remaining games of the season i know that the bosses are really really trying to have him push to the attacking midfield spot and make him the future of germany and Bayern in that position but it's a bit early for that and he seems to need the freedom he gets on the wings and I still think that he could show a lot if he were given that chance. However, on in the meantime, Coman and Sané are performing well. Sané did score in the last game. A beautiful assist, I think it was, from Matsrawi. Or I may be thinking of the game before that. It's, it's all starting to melt together in my mind, honestly. But yeah, Sané is in good form. He, does be, he has been playing well, and I think he's going to play on the right I know that a lot of people in the blog, they think that Sani should always be played on the left because he's so much better there and that's where he played under Pep Guardiola at Manchester City. But I think that they're neglecting the fact that this season, when Sani has been at his best, he was played on the right and that was with Nusser Matraoui. We did not see that same performance in the earlier months of 2023 because Matraoui was not fit. But now that Matraoui is back on that right back spot, Sani has been absolutely amazing again. And... This is just common sense. If the right fullback is there to provide proper support to the right uh, right winger, then obviously he's going to do much better. And having someone like Matraoui there instead of someone like who is more defensive, someone like Stanisic or Pavard, 
both of them are pretty decent at the position, but Masraoui just brings a different gravy. So that's why I think Sané is, if he does play, he's going to be played on the right. In midfield, I would actually, like, despite everyone's misgivings about him, I would play Goretzka, you know? Like, I just think that Goretzka hasn't been as bad as my Bayern Munich fan base has been making it out all season. I'm actually kind of baffled by all the criticism he gets. He hasn't been that good, don't get me wrong, but, like, given the context of our midfield and our entire team this season, Goretzka has been pretty much performing about par, in my opinion, and there's no real reason for us to panic and say that he is completely done for and he is completely washed and we should get rid of him. It's, it's just, it doesn't make sense to me. I know that maybe Gravenberg would be a better option maybe at this stage, but Gravenberg is not starting. I, I know that he has had a few good performances on the Tuchel, but Thomas Tuchel does not seem like the guy who's going to give him a chance in such a big game. And therefore, I would like to see a pivot of Goretzka and Kimmich, with Kimmich playing in front of the defense. This might be the last few times we ever see that kind of formation from Bayern Munich because Kimmich is set to move into a more of a number eight role in the coming season. That's going to play havoc on our entire team structure. But, well, whatever Kimmich wants, he gets. So this is pretty much the last time he's going to have to actually play a defensively aware game at DM. So... Good luck to him, I guess. I hope that he plays well because he has been one of our best performers in re- recent weeks. This is one of the things that makes Joshua Kimmich so frustrating. He is genuinely the best midfielder in the world, I think. But he just, you know, makes a few too many demands. He wants to go forward. He always wants to be in the attack. He doesn't really want to do those defensive duties, even though he's really good at them. And at, at some point, you just wonder when... Bayern Munich will say enough is enough this is your role this is what you need to do and I also think that perhaps the rumors of him being linked with Real Madrid Barcelona etc etc those are playing into it and the bosses are terrified of ever going against Joshua Kimmich in case they annoy him and he decides no I think I'll just go to Real Madrid when my contract expires that that you don't want that to happen but I don't know if the alternative any better Finally, in defense, I would say Cancelo and Mazraoui, they're pretty much locked in. And Upamecano, I think he's in a very difficult spot right now. I think Tuchel has lost his trust in him. Upamecano, when he was here before, he had the support and backing of Nagelsmann, who knew him from RB Leipzig and therefore relied on him and knew how good he could be. Whereas Tuchel's experience with Upamecano is mainly those big mistakes against Man City. So... Upamecano is really going to have to perform to get his spot back. In the meantime, you have Pavard and Delict who are performing really well. Delict, essentially, I cannot find a flaw in his game at the moment. He is just rock solid in every single game that he plays. And Pavard really compliments him because Pavard makes up for Delict's lack of pace. basically the same way that Upamecano did. And while he doesn't have the same forward passing capability as Upamecano, we don't really need that as much when... Matrawi is there just a, f- a few yards away from Pavard at any given time, ready to drive the ball forward with him. And then I think Jan Sommer is the last candidate, obviously, in goal. He did miss a day-to-day training because of apparently gastrointestinal problems. So keep an eye on that. There may be a chance that we see Sven Ulreich in goal. But in my opinion, it's not going to matter. It's not going to be the make-or-break thing, whoever plays in goal. Whatever makes a difference in this game will be in attack both teams 
in terms of RB Leipzig, I'm not exactly sure what their injuries are because I couldn't get a proper list of their injuries before this. But um, I would be cautious of them simply because they are a team that will press us. And we have not, like we showed against Manchester City that we do not really do well when the intensity gets raised a little bit and our players don't manage to play those one-touch quick passes. Then again, against Man City, we did not have... Thomas Muller or Nusser Matsrawi, who can make a huge difference in this. And one more thing, I also mentioned earlier that there is a difference between the lineup we want or the lineup I want and the lineup we'll get. In terms of the lineup we'll get, I honestly, I genuinely think that Tuchel is going to field the exact same 4-1-4-1 that we saw against Schalke. And I'm just going to ask you guys about this. Do you think that's going to be the right decision? Because the 4-1-4-1, it was very good against Schalke. It was dynamic. It was free-flowing. We saw some great football. But one single midfielder against a team like RB Leipzig, against Schalke, we completely clamped them down. They didn't even have a single shot on target. But against RB Leipzig, isn't that a little bit too risky? I, I, I don't know if that's how he's going to go for it. But it is one of the few ways, apparently, that the coaches see uh, at the ability to put Thomas Muller and Yozua, sorry, Jamal Muziala in the mid in the middle together instead of having them one of them play on the wing. And it's a compromise formation, I agree, but it does work. Both not just Nagelsmann and Tuchel, but also Hansi Flick played the 4-1-4-1 to great success. And well, it might be worth the gamble because if we can score early against RB Leipzig, I don't think that they can really recover from that because Leipzig, while they are fourth place in the Bundesliga right now, they are not the same powerhouse team that they used to be a few years back. And, well, they do need this win. They really do need to secure UCL qualification for next season, so they will be playing very hard. But, like, I, I, I think that Bayern Munich have the advantage in this game as long as Tuchel doesn't screw anything up and as long as we don't get any new major injuries in the coming few days, which with Bayern Munich, you can only be fingers crossed because who knows what's going to happen. That's pretty much all I have to say. Pretty short preview. There's not really anything to say, really, aside from the fact that we just hope that Bayern Munich plays a good game. Good performances have been really hard to come by this season. So, yeah, just just play well, score goals. Please play Thomas Muller. And that's all I have to say. Thank you for listening. Please Stay tuned for Chuck's weekend warm-up podcast, which will drop on Thursday or Friday, I think. Thank you for listening.